0: Welcome back to the Boston Rob Show. I am Rob. Wow. So, SNL, Saturday Night Live, premiered tonight. I just watched half of it. I took a break to come and do the podcast. Don't worry. I'll catch up with the rest of it, probably on YouTube, uh, which I'm guessing you can, too. That's the beautiful thing about YouTube. Every TV show since the pandemic is just straight uploading to YouTube. Um Before, you might have to wait a day. Now, it's almost immediate. Those web guys are really on top of it. And Chris Rock uh, was the host, is the host. You're listening to this in the future. So, he was the host. And he gave an absolute legendary monologue. Brilliant, real funny. Said what I think a lot of fucking, most of the country's thinking. That the government is just, it's old. That's what it is. This democracy experiment where uh, the really wealthy people make laws for poor people, it's a fucking, it's an ancient thing. It seems very much like a monarchy. So he broke it down. I highly suggest you watch this. But he ended with a brilliant James Baldwin quote saying, Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. And I just thought that was so fucking superb for right now. In fact, if you look at any of James Baldwin's quotes, there are a lot that are just perfect for like this time in history. Another one, it is certain in any case that ignorance allied with power is the most ferocious enemy justice can have. And then I thought there were some other very appropriate ones which i've lived by i didn't know this was a james baldwin quote but he says i love america more than any other country in the world and exactly for this reason i insist on the right to criticize her perpetually which i thought isn't that what america's about right everybody talks about freedom of speech that freedom guarantees us the right to talk shit. And say what we think is wrong with the country. And then to protest and change it. So for everyone who says, you know, anyone that's protesting is anti-American. No, they're the most American you can be. The most American thing is to critique and face something so it can be changed. Isn't that how that this country was founded? Isn't it? Right? Um. So Joe Biden... And Donald Trump, or the opening act for SNL, played by Alec Baldwin, who just does a great Trump. He gets that butthole puckering mouth that Trump has down pat. He has the gestures. He's just so good as Trump. And then for Joe Biden, they had Jim Carrey come in, which this dude, I mean, watching him... Way, way back in the day in the 90s on In Living Color was fantastic. I still have those DVDs of In Living Color. Um, And now to see him playing Biden on SNL, it was freaky. He's got that Joe Biden smile down. Which, by the way, he said, come on, Joe. Give him that smile they taught you in anger management class. I just, I was dying. It's good that SNL is funny again. And it's weird that... You know, SNL had such a slump, and it took this political turmoil of the past four years for really SNL to be meme, gif, uh, viral worthy again. But they are, they're definitely uh, hot topics. Um, (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I was supposed to be podcasting with my sister from another Mr. Tonight Mandy, but I just, I don't know what happened to her. As we discussed in previous podcasts, you know, we both have kids. We're both very preoccupied parenting. And uh me and her discussed tonight. We will catch up. We will podcast. We were gonna bring you some uh movies, some documentaries on drugs that you would uh like, I guess. I don't I don't know if everybody enjoys a documentary about drugs as much as I do and my sister, but uh we we're gonna discuss that, and we had been texting all afternoon, planning it out all night. Hey, we'll get the kids down, and this will happen. And the last I heard from her, she was like, "Oh, my, her oldest got some bloody nose at like ten something." She was like, "I gotta clean him up in the bloody trail he's leaving." And I was like, "Yeah, don't don't sweat it. I'm I'm chilling. I'll wait for you." And that was like, I don't know, almost two hours ago. <laughs> So I'm like, I have no idea what happened. I'm worried. I know I'll hear back from her. So I'm missing her tonight. She's not on the podcast, unfortunately. Um, Maybe we'll try to do one tomorrow. I don't know. It's hard to pin down when you got kids and there's a pandemic and you have to entertain them all day. And then try to get them to sleep after they're not allowed to leave the house. It becomes, uh, you find yourself lacking for any free time. So those of you who don't have kids now, the pandemic is not the time to introduce that, okay? Um, although I will say my brother is getting very close to having his, so congrats! <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to talk about the documentaries and stuff that I was going to discuss with her. I also wanted to get her take on, she was like, yo, Cam Newton's got COVID, uh, uh, Rick Moranis got knocked the first. Out, folks. I don't know if you saw this video. I tweeted it. You can follow me on Twitter at Boston Rob R O B B. Uh, I actually tweeted the video. People were tweeting the video of the suspect because Crime Stoppers in New York were looking for tips. I tweeted the video of him getting laid out because I figured that might really uh, light a fire under any people that know anything to help catch this guy because Rick Moranis is 67 years old. He's an old, fragile little dude that's just tried to stay out of the spotlight. He recently came out because he did some ad with Ryan Reynolds for I don't even know Mint Mobile. Does Ryan is Ryan Reynolds just going totally corporate? I know he has his gin company. Uh he has some other company, and now he's got Mint Mobile. I I I didn't research it, but I just kind of rolled my eyes, going oh. He's got a mobile company. Great. Who is this for? <laughs> is this like one of those mobile companies for the seniors where they got the really large press buttons? And they're like, I can send pictures to my grandkids for 20 bucks a month. And the other old person in the commercials like, my phone doesn't have a camera. huh?" Well, <laughs> well Rick Moranis recently just came out and did that. Um, I don't know if he's got any other news coming out or movies or anything. I think he might be in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel, sequel, sequel. Is it like a fourth installment? I don't know what it is. I I don't know how many of those movies are. Uh, but I think he might make a cameo in that. Don't take my word at it. Go look it up on IMDb, IMDB. Um... But for anyone to like hate Rick Moranis and somebody had tweeted at me said, well, he donated to Trump. So obviously he's a horrible person. It was some Trump supporter saying like anybody that donates to Trump is obviously a victim of society. Um, But I think even if that's the case, most of America would probably overlook that because he's kind of a beloved icon. Uh, I know I've seen a lot of people just say like who would do this. But the bigger point is, is never mind that he's a celebrity. He's sixty seven, and he is very. He looks like if you met him in person, you'd be scared to shake his hand. Not just because of the virus, but because like he looks fragile. He he really does. He looks like a tiny little fragile dude. Um, and the dude that knocked him out, and I mean like like sucker punched, push. It was like a sucker push, punch. It was weird. You, again you can see it on my Twitter feed um, but like who who would do that to such an old dude like who like this dude had to know who it was had to know where he was going had to be gun informed this was a targeted attack because nobody would hit a 67 year old fragile looking dude I think he was wearing shorts too it's like you could see how frail that dude was come on he looks like he's <laughs> he got shrunk. He looks like, honey, I shrunk the kids. That poor man. But I guess he's recovering. So that was like really the big news of the week. Oh, and uh, Trump got COVID. But I don't know why that's like such big news. The dude doesn't wear a mask. He's downplayed it. He's going and attending all these rallies and hot spots. It's like, isn't this par for the course? Like, isn't this what every doctor, scientist, anyone in the medical field or science community warned you not to do? Isn't this why we have shutdowns? <laughs> Isn't this like how the countries, like look at New Zealand, South Korea, um, some European countries, like look at the countries that have beat the, pand- or the virus or are doing things much safer. As someone tweeted, what was it early this morning or late last night, the people affected at the super spreader event That's now taken down like three senators, the president, his wife. There were more confirmed cases just at that event than there were in Australia the same day. That's crazy. And who's saying America's number one right now? Because the only thing with number one is, is infections. There are countries that are handling this proper and they're doing everything that is the opposite of what Trump's been doing. By the way, I just want to say, if you've been following, well, of course, it's all over the news. Uh, if you haven't seen the videos, there's been videos that Trump has released because he hasn't been tweeting. Okay. We're not getting, I get alerts from him. You're not getting 20, 25 alerts at one in the morning anymore that he's, you know, on some Twitter raid, just going off on someone. But there's been a few tweets with videos. Now I hate to bring in the conspiracy theory, but if you watch him in the videos, he's wearing the same clothes. It seems like they they were like, listen, if anything goes bad, we got to be prepared. We got a weekend at Bernie's this. We're going to take a bunch of videos of you at the White House before and make it kind of look like Walter Reed and we'll set it up and we'll just take all these different photos and videos of you saying different things like there's some progress going on uh, like it's later. But if you watch the videos, if you say I've watched them all, it just kind of seems like he's rambling his hairs on. He looks disheveled and he looks really worn the F down like not normal. You know, he's not using all his tremendous the adjectives, the descriptive words are not there. That's how you know something's wrong. But to bring in a conspiracy theory, okay. I know a lot of people, Michael Moore got a lot of flack for this, which I don't know why, because Trump is like the originator of the political conspiracy theories. If you watch him, in the first video, he's got his blue blazer with the white shirt and a tie and an American flag pin. In the next video they released, one day later, he just took the blazer off. He's still got that white shirt on. His hair looks exactly the same. It looks like he did one video standing up. They were like, all right, now let's make it look a day later. Take your coat. Like, they could have changed. He's the president. I'm sure he has clothes nearby. He definitely has, like, a a bug-out bag. You know, a bag with a bunch of clothes, a couple of things of canned food. uh, (laughs) One of those lighter sticks, the, the, what is it, the flint sticks, in case you got to go and start a fire in the wilderness. One of those clean water drinking straws. He, the president has a bug out bag. Come on. Um, so they could have just changed his clothes, put him in some PJs or something. Said like, hey, I'm relaxing, I'm comfy, and I'm recovering. But no, he's got the same effing shirt on. I don't know if you could see the pin somewhere, but it, it he's not changed. And you're telling me the president goes to the hospital and doesn't have a change of clothes? Really? The president? Like most people I know, even when they go to the hospital oh, I grab something, you have a change of clothes, especially if you know, and it's planned. I, I don't know. I'm just saying it's real weird that these videos that they're releasing seem like they were all done one after another, just trying to make them a little look a little different. Like, all right, now take the blazer off, uh, take the tie off and unbutton your shirt. Okay, great. That looks, that totally looks one day later. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I think they made all these videos. I think this is Weekend a Bernie. Something's really wrong. Uh, oh, and guess what? I found the greatest, the absolute most fantastic YouTuber, uh, Twitter comedian, or no, real-life comedian, but on Twitter to follow. His name is Brett Terhune. This dude's comedy is friggin' brilliant. Uh, if you've seen him, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you have to check this out. He has a YouTube channel. It's just called Brent Terhune. Uh, he tweets all his stuff too. So if you're on Twitter, just follow Brent Terhune and you'll see all his videos. He is a stitch. He did a video. Now, he his main character is this Trump supporter, MAGA hat wearing dude, but he also does other videos. One of my favorites was he says, hey, I'm Brent Terhume. Uh, you may know me as the uh, baby on the cover of the Nirvana album in the pool. And he does this whole two-minute bit on it. And it's fucking hilarious. This dude is so good. I'm hoping, and I got to tweet some of his videos at SNL. I hope SNL calls him. Because he's one of those dudes that, like, he could... He reminds me of, like, a Chris Farley type. Like, that kind of energy, power, brilliant. Just sheer, organic, comedic brilliance. Uh, So I want to play. One, I might play two of his videos. They're quick. They're like a minute long. Some of them are a little bit longer, but you got to hear this dude. So here is, uh, Brett Terhune with one of his more recent, he uploaded this four hours ago. It's, it's entitled praying for Trump. Give a listen. If it ever loads, come on. It always does this to me. I got it all queued right up.
1: now, You've seen Corona 19's got Donald Trump. Everybody's got the hoax now. It's a sign of solidarity. Basically, if you don't have it, you don't support your president. You people cracking jokes should be ashamed of yourselves. Why don't you have some empathy? Because I'm trying it for the first time and it's not too bad if it's convenient for your argument. But go ahead and laugh it up. But you'll get yours, because God don't like ugly. I'm still not going to wear one of these hoax filters, because I'm not going to live in fear. I'm going to walk right into the speedway, get me the biggest fountain pop they got, and when the sheep behind the counter ask me to put on a mask, I'm going to look that bitch dead in the eyes and say, (laughs) If I'm supposed to get it, then I'll just get it. And if I do, I hope I get it from Trump. Because that's like an autograph, but for your lungs. I'd say, Mr. Trump, can you sign my lungs? And he'd look me dead in the eye and say... <coughs>
0: <laughs> this dude is a riot. Now, after any kind of big news, especially Trump news, which feels like it's happening every hour... Um, He tweets something, releases a video, or whatever. I want to play one more for you because, of course, after the debates where Trump uh, gave a shout out to the Proud Boys and told them to stand by, Brent Terhune, I'm telling you, go follow him on YouTube, follow him on Twitter. I don't really check Facebook. I'm guessing he's on there. I don't know. This comic is just so good. So here is Brent yeah, Turhun. Oh, hold and on. T- here is Brent Turhun and his video is titled Proud Boy Speaks Out from 3 days ago. Yeah, I'm a proud
1: boy and I got the tattoo to prove it. When Trump said to stand by, I nearly creamed my jeans, which I'm not allowed to do. We're like a fight club that talks about fight club. All the like a great value call of duty like a bunch of 4chan frat boys the he-man woman haters club like a deer stand alex jones the sonic parking lot militia just a bunch of open carry larrys we like both kinds of movies taxi driver and joker i sit down at great clips and i say make me look like richard spencer loves craft beer and bam Gavin McInnes. We're not racist. We're part of the new right. We've rebranded. You know, this ain't your daddy's KKK. It's pretty hard to fight Antifa's when you're wearing a robe and a hood, and that's the only mask I'm gonna wear, by the way. Yeah, we haze each other all the time. Do you wanna be a proud boy or not, Kyle? Well, good get them britches down and start reciting breakfast cereals till he stops paddling. And yeah, a lot of times we do keep our faces covered. It's cause we're proud. And you know what? We don't need women, except to sew the patches on our tactical vests. Proud boy sounds like what your dad calls you when you win the Pinewood Derby. When you get your first paycheck from Dairy Queen. When you build a birdhouse and shop class. If being a proud boy is wrong, then i don't.
0: Want to be far right? That is Brett Turhune. Highly recommended. He has a ton more videos. I haven't even got to watch them all. I will be binging some of that late night tonight on YouTube, uh, but I highly recommend you go find Brent Turhune. Did I call him Brett? I don't know. I keep calling him Brett. All right. Um, this is just going to be a quick podcast. Again, I'm bummed because I still haven't heard. From my sister Mandy. I don't know what happened. And I don't really want to text her at almost 1 in the morning. I just waited and waited. But I know how it goes. When you got kids and something goes wild like that. Sometimes you just crash. You lose track of time. The kids fall asleep. You fall asleep on the floor right next to them. And next thing you know you're waking up at 3 in the morning going, Huh? What? Huh? So, uh. All right. I think that's it. There's more stuff I want to cover. But... Again, I was waiting for me. Man- I wanted to do it with Mandy. So, there's a ton <laughs> there's obviously been a ton of news. Cam Newton, COVID. Can you believe it? What I don't get, just real quick, okay, is when you watch what the NFL does, okay? The NFL's they the the teams players are obviously their cash cows, right? Make a lot of money for these teams. And if you watch how the NFL treats their players when it comes to COVID, the testing, the tracing, all that, you wonder, like, hmm, why are they doing that? Is it because it's political, because they want to be lefties, or however this virus became political, or is it because that's what science says to do? And if that's what science says to do, and they're just trying to protect their investments— why the F isn't our country doing that all over? Like, I got some issues with the lack of testing going on right now, especially with the reading about all the spikes and cases. And I mean, God, the president and Trickle Down, they all got it. <laughs> and now they're all wearing masks and they're calling it the coronavirus. No more. Why isn't he calling it the China virus? Can we call it the Trump virus? Um, <laughs> but it's amazing when you see these organizations that might have an investment in protecting their people. And I watch. I mean, watching the news tonight, they were talking about how Cam Newton's health is the most important thing to the team. Well, do you think the American citizens are the most important thing to the American government? If you answer yes, then why aren't they testing and contact tracing like the Patriots do? How come it's so sparse and so rare And we got our leader, imagine Bill Belichick. For anyone that understands Bill Belichick and how serious he is about football, football, by the way, which I've kind of given up on. I just, I didn't watch it in high school. I'm not going to watch these grown-up high schoolers play it. I'm just, I'm, I'm bored with it. I get it. They're talented. Yes, they're very athletic. But all in all, it's just more and more frustrating to watch some of these sports. Players take themselves way too fucking seriously. Bill Belichick, he's like the main dude that's just gotten me to fucking yawn over how serious he is at football. It's like, dude, cut yourself some slack. You play a fucking sport. High schoolers play the sport. Little kids play the sport. You don't need to be this serious, okay? I wish that seriousness would trickle over to the presidency because could you imagine if Bill Belichick said some of the shit Trump did about the Patriots and testing? I think we need to actually cut back on the testing so then we won't have as many cases or whatever the fuck Trump has said. Could you imagine how Patriots fans would react if Bill Belichick said, "Eh, Cam Newton tested positive, but you know what? We're just going to cut back on the testing so we don't have any more bad news. Like they can't even fucking do that. The NFL wouldn't let them play. But somehow our country is allowed to reopen acting fucking totally contrary to that. Ah, see, this is why I don't want to get started. i got to wait for Mandy. She can help me simmer down on some of these topics. But just think about that, okay? If whoever the fuck your team is, they were saying some of the shit Trump said about COVID. Do you think that shit would fly in sports? How come it's flying in real life? I don't fucking get it. All right. And with that, that is the Boston Rob Show. If you enjoyed it, If you laughed, if you liked who I recommended to you, share this podcast with a friend, especially somebody who will thoroughly enjoy Brent Terhune. I keep wanting to call him Brett. I don't know why. I'm sorry, Brent. Uh, But that dude is hilarious. So share this podcast uh, with friends on social media, wherever you share things. And if you're listening on iTunes, I'm ending the podcast right now. I would appreciate it at the end of this if you could just scroll all the way to the bottom of the Boston Rob podcast show page. Right there at the bottom of the iTunes podcast page, you'll see five empty stars. Click all five. It leaves the podcast with a review. But more importantly, share this. Tell a friend about it. Listen with the friend. Put Download it on their phone. Go right into their iTunes podcast app and just download the Boston Rob Show. It would help me a ton. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Much love. Spread love. Don't forget, destiny is all. Peace.